0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com.
1: All right, let's get back to some boring subjects. Understand the risks to our country. Freedom brings people together. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com.
0: Welcome to the Chris Spangle Show. Thank you for joining us today. We are going to see if there are any threads... Somebody turn off your uh, email, old man yep.
2: Volgamuth over there. I can tell. I know. Yeah, I'm killing it now. Yep. It's my wife <laughs> blown up.
0: <laughs> We're gonna talk about the various trials and see if there are any threads between Aubrey Rittenhouse, Kaiser, and Maxwell and the uh, Wau- Waukesha. I'm so sorry, Wisconsin uh murders essentially so stay tuned we're going to talk a lot about criminal justice reform and trials and uh, these various cultural events stay tuned
1: warning this show is for adults by semi-adults so the language is sometimes strong and offensive uh, I don't know what I said, uh. Welcome to The Chris Spangle Show. Our goal is to help you sound smarter while talking to your friends. If you struggle to understand politics, we explain it from an independent, libertarian point of view. With all of the irreverence it deserves, we toss out the screaming heads, put people before political parties, and give context to the news to make you think. Now, here's our host, Chris Spangle, a 15-year veteran of politics and media.
0: It's always funny to me when I see on Twitter or run into somebody and they repeat back the intro to me. Uh, If you heard in the media episode that we did recently, uh, I was introduced basically with that script. It's always funny to me. Um, I'm excited this week. It is the end of a long year. And to uh, join me today to talk about some of these trials, we have a cast of All-Stars. First up is Harry Price. How are you?
3: Going good, going good. Uh, just you know, long, long week, long two weeks. Isn't of, uh, it? Just yeah, yeah. It just seemed like uh, it, it. It almost feels like uh, you know the the no- November that never ends. It's just not going to end. You know. All, yeah. All kinds of cool surprises, twists and turns.
0: Well, if I sound slow today, it's from two days of Thanksgiving. I'm I'm just just a, a mess. Everywhere. Uh, and also here is Reinhold. How are you?
4: I'm doing well. Been up for probably 14 hours, so going good.
0: We're going to we just ride this train on out. You look like you're about to jump out of a painting and fight the Ghostbusters. They <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> deserved it. And uh, also with us is the lovely Trisha Stewart man.
5: Hello. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Host of Gingerarchy. Go subscribe to that. And then a co-host on Enemy of My Enemy is Brian Wolgamuth. How are you, Brian? Good, sir. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Uh, he. Uh, well, you guys all watched all these different trials. But first I want to say, uh, Harry will be hosting next week. I love Harry has been doing a great job. Part of his contract renewals is that once a month he's going to host an episode. And you you always pick topics, Harry, that I would never have any remote interest in doing but when I listen back, uh, I I always find it interesting. Oh. Do you have any any idea what you are going to be talking about next week?
3: I actually do, and I just realized I went to go grab my notebook that I've been keeping my notes in because, like, if you write it, uh, also the other thing is I'll tell you, you don't have to remember things if you write things down. So what? you can just remember things that you need for top topically? So I actually I wrote down like a whole schedule. Somebody of Somebody uh, write things that I down, do.
0: Trisha, take note.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> That's that not
0: that, my <laughs> that was sexist. Actual, Reinhold, write that down. Actual paper. Actual yeah, with, paper and pen?
3: Yes, I physical mean, paper. There's, pe- there's just one note.
0: I don't understand. This you're is right. foreign. To me. I use simple but note. You, uh,
3: I'm t- all right. Well, if you... Uh, so, if, so you don't know you what you're talking...
0: You do know what you're talking about. You just have no concept of what it is in your brain at this moment.
3: Well, I've got written down an order that I wanted to talk to them on. So right now, they're just kind of in my head. But I don't know what order I put them in. I
0: have I have um, so many shows in my head that I want to do. And the the... The pipeline from brain to microphone is is uh, I don't know. When I got yeah. COVID, my, something happened to my brain and my mm. ability to like think, uh, mm. which I think is showing up on this show uh, if you're listening. But yeah, you should drink
3: more uh, drink more black coffee. That'll help. All right. But because the one episode I've been working on that like is really interesting is the one on um, uh, smallpox. Mm. Okay, <laughs> not just because it keeps popping up in the news, and so many of us like millennials and you have just have a passing like oh it's smallpox smallpox it's the thing that people talk well
0: that is the new conspiracy theory around bill gates have you heard this
3: Uh, yes
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, so for those who for those who don't know here i copied and pasted this from 4chan just so i could uh i could have it but is that any reason why you're talking about it
3: no, I just think I, the reason I wanted to bring it up is just some people keep bringing up smallpox this and it's actually the thing I really like the genesis of it is the smallpox file being found at the, uh, at New, the New York laboratory that was uh-huh. found because it's only supposed to be in two different like smallpox is only supposed to be stored in so two, two places. All in right, the whole save it for the show. Spo-
0: Hold on. <laughs> so. The theory, basically, that uh, I was given to... Tad Western sent this to me and said, have you heard about this? About a week and a half ago, Bill Gates apparently warned of a smallpox attack. And so there's this whole thing called Dark Winter. That's going to be the next conspiracy theory that you're going to hear your uncle uh, at Christmas talk about. So uh, you may you may go look that up. I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea about it. I'm not going to talk about it other than that but yeah so next week harry will be hosting the the show i will be getting married so the reason i don't think it's covid brian that my brain is uh is uh slower it's just the stress whoever decided to move twice plus get covid plus uh have too many jobs plus get married plus have a honeymoon i'm 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 stressed out and ready for a, a relaxing december
2: uh, getting i mean the whole marriage thing is a part-time job just to start with and then moving on top of that's another top part-time job so now you've got two full-time jobs going i know it's, it's and like, we're
0: excited but we're going down to uh, Panama City with just our immediate families and uh and the bride added a few to the guest list but that's okay Uh, And a very small wedding on the beach. And we will be uh, saying I do on the 4th. And we're very excited. And then a week after that, we're going to go to the Dominican Republic. I hope to get out of the DR with my kidneys intact. I don't know about Reagan. I'm not very good at fighting, (laughs) Trisha. Uh, But we'll see. Uh, it's, you, you, you All right, if you want to uh, talk about inflation, you can go to a resort in the Dominican Republic, all-inclusive, meals included, for like $120 a night. But if you want to get a hotel room in the outer ring of uh, Nashville, it's like $200, maybe 150 if you want to stay yeah. at, in a Fleabag Motel. Uh, yeah. So I, I may not come
3: back from the Dominican if the
0: prices are better. <laughs> Learn how to fight. <laughs>
3: Just stay down there. Yeah, just, you know, you could probably afford a podcast down there.
0: Yes. Uh, So in the event of my demise, I've been reminded by Harry to provide the password list to Harry. Uh, If I pass away, the the We Are Libertarians empire has grown so significantly. We've got the Brian Nichols region. We've got the Boss Hog region. We've got the Harry Discord region. We've got uh you know the the Trisha Stewart man anarchist uh plan. We've got the slightly Republican Caleb Franz uh version. There's so many different kingdoms. And I just ask one thing, Harry, is that when I pass, don't let Jeremiah take over. The boss hog cannot inherit the kingdom. He will just he will ruin it like he did the Doughboy and the Wind Farms in Newcastle and you, you cannot you cannot let him have it. You've got to fight with everything you have. I know your 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 army is weak, but fight, okay?
3: <laughs> uh, uh, my army is not weak. We're just you know we just don't like to attack, but we have aligned ourselves with uh, Count Nice, and uh, you know once he starts on the warpath, I'm just gonna you know, just let him keep going.
5: So should I disregard the contract you sent last week, Harry? Or that Chris are you
0: know? saying there's a coup while I'm out of the country?
3: <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, it's more of an insurance policy. Am I
0: getting <laughs> am I getting Mike Pence? Is, is Kamala? Gonna, are you going to put me down for a colonoscopy? By the way, Kamala Harris was president for eight hours and did nothing. Another do nothing president. Uh, she could have changed the system, but did not. Alright, let's actually get started today and uh, talk about all the different things that uh, are going on in the news. Um, uh, H- Harry, this was sort of uh, your suggestion. You wanted to talk about all these different court cases. We've got Ahmad Arbery, we've got the Kenosha unrest shooting with Kyle Rittenhouse, Crystal Kaiser, which is what I want to bring up when we talk about Rittenhouse, Ghislaine Maxwell which was Mm -hmm. your suggestion, you know, trying to reach Mm -hmm. out to the pizza gators. And then uh, the the Waukesha Christmas Parade and the bail issue that's uh, gone on there. Where should we start? Why did you want to talk about all these different cases?
3: I wanted to uh, speak of, like, the different cases. One, because uh – one it's it's popular news. like people are, are talking about these cases. It's it's um and then some people don't have time to watch the trial, they don't have time to sit there and, like read any of this. A lot of people who are just these are even close friends of mine. They're just reading the headlines and just want something a quick bite. Like talk, well, I, talk about the
0: uh, Aubrey case yeah. and what you heard or uh, the Rittenhouse case and what you heard at Liberty and Chill. Uh,
3: okay, so like um this is a close personal friend he's completely busy I will say this i and I, and I love him to death because we and he we just flat out just asked him I was like hey what's going on with you know what do you know about this you know no debate we're not trying to debate anything we just want to know what the heck is going on and he clearly just said like you know I've just been reading headlines and at just go shame that he got offered you know shooting three black kids and it was just and I'm paraphrasing his, his <laughs> sentence of course but and it was just shocked us. shocked us all up the table it was like okay all right we're gonna have to Calmly help our friend, and you know, and but since we have a friendship, a kinship with each other, and we we was able to talk through this, not have this roaring debate and yelling at each other, like okay, you know, here's this stuff like that. Now he was yelling
0: at you from a place of ignorance. That can no, possibly. he was
3: not yelling at a place of ignorance. He was—he did have base opinions on a base of ignorance. And once he realized that he was coming from a place of ignorance, because we even debated about, well, what do we call a good source to know about this article? And we're like, cool, how about the court records? What? We could just pull out everything that was supplied as evidence and the transcript from the court case, because we can actually access all that information because it is public record and people have already gone there, pulled it out and put it on the Internet. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, today, I'm just pulling straight from Wikipedia, which has, you know, pretty balanced information on all these different subjects and gives you a breakdown mm-hmm. and gives you sources and links. You know, you really just have to go read the Wikipedia page for this stuff. You you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, the, the issues with media abound, but do we want to start with the media? And, uh, I mean, there, there was very little coverage. I mean, Brian, you kind of followed a lot of this. There seemed to be a tremendous amount of coverage on Rittenhouse – Yep. A very small amount of coverage on Aubrey, yep. uh, no coverage of Maxwell, and then the the SUV killing, as the Washington Post put it, um, <laughs> there, and, the, and none of you have heard of Crystal Kaiser. Uh, no. So, yeah, so there. why why do we why do we pick and choose? I mean, is it our interest in these different things and the fights that we can have about Rittenhouse and the the cultural
2: stamps, like? Why are there disparate media uh, coverages of these kind of trials? I I mean, you look at the Rittenhouse trial and and the whole shooting and everything like that. There's a lot of heated debate behind it because you can get into gun control. You can get into youth being out late at night. You can get into what states have rights for. And and just it all wrapped itself up in a really nice package. It was one of the uh, multi-camera, multi-source video that came out. Almost immediately after it was done, uh, wasn't held up in somebody's phone or the DA's office for six months. And it just immediately caught everyone's attention, especially with the riots going on and everything like that. So everybody had a narrative and understood it. And that's why I think it resonated with the rest of the country. Now, the Arbury case was completely different because, well, you know, it took one local local well really well, <laughs>
0: well that yeah. nobody yeah. knew i mean you had heard about it we had seen yeah. it because we're news junkies but it wasn't mm. until one of the guy, the videographer is going to jail for murder yes. uh, and yeah and he's yeah. the because one he who thought re- was
2: going to clear himself yeah See? And, and he, he sent it to it, a talk and... radio
0: station in uh, georgia to clear his name and that that's what ended up getting him uh convicted of murder <laughs> uh, because it clearly showed what happened um, right for for and most it people.
2: wasn't just that is that that case was completely buried there was not even a note about it it was a mm-hmm. it was a black man was shot on the street period that was it yep. that was all the news that was released by the da's office and so one reporter and i don't remember his name at the moment uh started digging into it and that's where things started to roll a little bit and this guy should win a pulitzer by the way for what he did because he went in and started tearing through mm-hmm. Why aren't we hearing about this? Why don't we have a name released? And Mm -hmm. then you come to find out that the DA's office was uh, run by a former police officer who who was close friends with the guy who was in the back of the truck, the dad, who was a retired police officer. And then you see all of this, how this just slowly started coming out because, oh, wow, we're covering this up as best we can and it's failing. And it wasn't until the video was released And and this guy and watching him being found guilty, you could just see the little thing in his head. If I don't release that video, I probably get away with it. I mean, that was the little narrative I saw going in his head. If I don't release that video, I'm 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 not standing here. Um, But he gets he releases that video, and the whole country is aghast because once again, it's a, a silly, thoughtless crime. Of mm-hmm. chasing somebody down and amazingly bad things happen when weapons are involved. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. You know, people have a right to defend themselves, but you don't have a right to take somebody's life because you think they stole something, even if there is a crappy law, which, by the way, the one thing I want to say is how amazingly quick Georgia changed that law. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the citizens arrest law very quickly, just boom, done. And uh, obviously you have to charge them with the law, what it was at the time, but it was amazing to watch how fast that, that just did a one eighty, and that capture retention and them scheduling at the same time as the Rittenhouse trial. You know, you you can get into court. So, so
0: let me fill in some of the facts before we move on, on the Aubrey Arbery trial, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, So on February 23rd, uh, and this, I think shaded a lot of the view of the Rittenhouse stuff too, because uh, it was, it was just so such an outrageous killing uh, it was down in uh, Brunswick in Glenn County, Georgia. Arbury had been pursued by three white residents, Travis McMichael and his father Gregory, who were armed and in one vehicle, and William Roddy Bryant Bryan, is it Roddy Bryan? Roddy Brian, or Roddy. Yeah. Roddy okay. Uh who was in another vehicle and recorded the pursuit and shooting on his cell phone. After Travis exited his vehicle and wielded a shotgun, Travis and Arbury engaged in a physical confrontation during which Travis shot Arbury. Police interviewed transcripts detailed that Gregory initiated the chase after seeing Arbery running past his house, suspecting that Arbery had committed burglary or theft in Satilla Shores. But no evidence has emerged of Arbery doing so. Uh, and there were a lot of conservatives at the time. For, for all the people saying, oh, the, the left-wing media and all the lies about Rittenhouse, there was plenty on the conservative media side smearing uh, Arbery as a mm-hmm. burglarer. Uh, according to the police testimony, Brian told the police that he saw the chase and joined in independently, uh, but was not sure if Arbury had done anything wrong. Arbury had entered un- an under-construction house with no doors five times in five months, including once shortly before the shooting. Security camera video from inside the house showed no evidence of theft. The Glenn County Police Department said the Brunswick District Attorney's Office advised them on February 23rd to make no arrests, while the Brunswick District Attorney's Office denied that its top office holders gave such advice. Waycross District Attorney George Barnhill twice advised the GCPD to make no arrests, and once on February 24 before he was assigned to the case on February 27th, and a second time on April 2nd while announcing his intention to recuse himself from the case due to connections between his son and Gregory McMichael. Barnhill requested recusal on April 7th, and uh, sent to the Atlantic District Attorney's Office on April 13th. At the behest of Gregory McMichael, a local attorney provided a copy of the video of the shooting to local radio station WGIG, who posted it on their website May 5th. The video went viral, having also been posted to YouTube and Twitter. Within hours, the Atlantic District Attorney Tom Durden said a grand jury would decide whether charges would be brought and accepted an offer from Georgia Governor Brian Kemp to have the Georgia Bureau of Investigation investigate the case. The Bureau of Investigation arrested the McMichaels on May 7th and Brian on May 21st, charging them in felony murder and other crimes. Meanwhile, the case was ultimately transferred to the Cobb County District Attorney's Office. Um, Additional evidence was presented by the prosecutors to support the murder charges, including a statement to the GBI by Brian, the videographer, that Travis said, effing N-word as Arbery was laying dying. On June 24th, 2020, a grand jury indicted each of the three men on charges of malice murder, felony murder, and other crimes, and the three men later went on trial in November 2021. Um, On the charge of malice murder, they only convicted Travis McMichael. For the other charges, the jury convicted all three men of the felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Uh, all three convicted now face a mandatory life sentence of imprisonment, with the judge yet to decide on the possibility of parole. Um, the FBI got involved. I believe that there have been some charges brought against some of the uh, the, yep. uh, the 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 uh, prosecutors, and they're uh, just blatant not handling of the case. Yep. Um, so <laughs> those are some of the details that took place some of that we knew at the time i mean i think because it had percolated uh in you know independent media from february until may you had a little mm-hmm. bit more uh, information than the immediacy of what happened in the kyle rittenhouse situation uh in august of that year and i think that plays a part in that we had a little bit more clear information harry
3: Right. The written out stuff was just like everyone that was most of that was the people there on the ground was releasing information out quickly. Everyone was getting things on YouTube because the thing is with that one, those riots was streamed for. You know, for the days that was several days leading up to this, the Aubrey one. This is more of a something that is just it, it, this thing happened and then it was buried. And that's the other thing: some of the some of the disgust in the Rittenhouse trial was of oh, some bleed over from Aubrey, because they're like, "Well, he murdered these people, and they they just leave them out." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Rittenhouse turned himself in, and was sitting in prison for 60, uh, 60 days. These guys did this, and the police didn't arrest him or anything. They eventually went to go got him. If you rem- you look at the timeline details that Chris just read out, like. When they, after they did this, they were out walking free for what is it like forty five days yeah. before yeah. it really got out. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, whereas Rittenhouse sat in jail while his uh, attorney Lynn Wood fundraised mm-hmm. on it. We'll have to get to that. I mean, if you ever needed evidence yeah. that the election wasn't stolen, that Lynn Wood is a piece of crap. Um, right. His his Absolutely. his client said on Tucker Carlson uh, that he's a piece of crap. So, uh Trisha, what are what are some of your thoughts about the media and Rittenhouse House and Aubrey and some of these other trials?
5: So, I think uh as Brian touched on, as far as uh, the Written House, there are things like just in social media where the algorithm did make for a better show. You know, so it did touch on the um, you know, the the riots, gun control, lots of different things. Um, that were happening in the country. So it piqued everybody's interest, but with Arbery, which is something I followed, uh, much more closely than Rittenhouse, um, two things really struck me. Number one, the fact that the defense was that law, which actually has been repealed in Georgia, Mm -hmm. a citizen's arrest. And, um, it just, the, the only reason the defense used that was because the best thing they could come up with never, if you watch the case, was it ever talked about, um, during, you know, the pursuit on the video, Travis admitted that he never had done, you know, had said that you're under arrest, anything like that. And when they spoke to the police and were ultimately let go immediately, that never came up either. So obviously it was just something that the the defense brought up, Um, which I was glad that that came through because there was part of me that was worried that they might be able to get off on that. Um, The second thing is, and I suppose it's just something I was thinking about watching defense the way he spoke reminded me of some kind of 1950s segregation movie yeah. and I, I had to wonder if
0: you, you broke up there who are you talking about uh,
5: so i was talking about the defense attorney in the arbery case uh the way he spoke to the jury was i would be offended if i was on that jury like you know you know he's dirty he's gross and there was just lots of like a, what
0: was the long toenail i mean which was just straight said, out of a sambo cartoon and dirty
5: to- yeah he said mm-hmm. with his long legs and dirty toenails when he was walking around there um but and and there was other words that weren't quite as disgusting as that that i just thought you know why would you why would you try to identify with these people obviously it was a mostly white jury which also made me nervous because if he thought that that might you know work on them maybe it would
0: yeah i gotta i gotta stick up for my friends down in georgia i mean i saw uh, widely i mean on conservative podcasts that talked about this uh liberal i mean Oh well, it's just a mostly white jury in Georgia. Of course, those racists down there are going to let him off, and there's that kind of smacks of like 1950s yeah. bigotry too. Like right. assuming that all white people in Georgia who are going to let murderers off. I mean, I get I get why people kind of think that, but. I mean, uh, yeah. it, it, it's well, it's kind of struck but, me as a bad analysis. There,
5: there's one yeah, more yeah. thing, though. If if oh. I could just if can you imagine this scenario? If say it was a white guy jogging through maybe an urban, mostly black neighborhood, oh, yeah. and a bunch mm-hmm. of black guys in a truck had a gun, said you know like called him a. You know, pejorative or whatever for a white person. Clear person. And, then, and do you think Mountain that the dew, police baby. would have let them go if they would have explained, you know, we think this guy's been, you know, committing crimes in the neighborhood? I do not think that that would have happened.
3: Yeah, Harry, go ahead. I was just like I was just going to one thing I was just going to add is like because anyone who like follows anything about like uh, like the South understands that the South has kicked out most of the races that all the races have moved into the Pacific Northwest. Fight me on that. Fight me. <laughs> they're, they to they're in, the I, Pacific they're Northwest. in Idaho. <laughs> I'll tell you. In was- yes. Idaho, Washington and, and Oregon. The so real sure. there. Fight me. I'll t- I'll show you. I got. I got. I got the documents. I got the receipts. Just
0: beware. Anybody walking around Washington that looks like this, be careful.
2: <laughs> Part of the Bundy militia, right? Yeah. You, you know the funny thing is this: in the in the Arbery trial, they kept ex- the defense kept on excusing black jurors, and the judge mm-hmm. called it out. Said, "I can't stop them legally. They're coming up with other reasons." But it's pretty obvious. So, yeah, it was pretty terrible how this was set up. But they had to have, I mean, this was a well-funded case. This was a well-funded defense. This wasn't just two yokels down the street picking it up. So they had to have some sort of evidence that, you know, from the jurors that were picked and stuff like that, that if they went old school 1950s, you know, to kill a mockingbird type of thing that they were going to go ahead and get at least a hung jury. And I think that was probably what they were hoping for, is a hung jury, then they can go back and plead it out. But no, uh, in this case, it was pretty self-evident that uh, justice came through, and relatively quickly, too, with all the charges involved.
0: Yeah, I mean, a jury of white women, I mean, white women gave, you know, in in Atlanta, gave the presidency to Joe Biden. I mean, there there has to be some acknowledgement that there are, That It is not a blanket racist state, but there is also guys like this uh, defense attorney who, you know, wanted to kick Al Sharpton out of the courtroom because he might bias the jury. I mean, it was just – there were – I agree with Tricia. He was blatantly uh, playing some of those stereotypes – just wanted to take a minute to pause here and thank everybody that supports the show, especially our patrons who are members of Wall Plus, WAL Plus. They're the ones that make the We Are Libertarian Podcast Network possible, and especially our $100 a month members, John Pusilo, Casey Feldposh, Lars Nordskog, Jake Dell, Matthew Durbin, Reinhold, Christy Avery, and Jason Doolittle. Thank you to all of our patrons Please support our advertisers. All of this content is free for you, but it does cost us money. And we are dirty, rotten pig capitalists. So please uh, join wallplus.com and become a member of Wall Plus, And you can get, you don't have to listen to these commercials if you join. And you get all the archives. It's fantastic, it's amazing. So go join wallplus.com or look up on Patreon, the We Are Libertarians Podcast Network. And we will be right back with the rest of this conversation after the other side of these messages. And Ryan Holt, do you want to weigh in here on Arbury? I guess we're on Arbery uh, fully here, but uh, go ahead. I mean, you, you kind of brought up the
4: question of why there might have been a disparity between the coverage yeah, between some of these cases. And the simple fact is, is that you got a lot of coverage on the cases that we're clearly able to divide people along political lines.
0: Uh, there are people who are invested in this who want to create division. There's also a question. There was yeah, there was also a question with the Rittenhouse stuff. This Arbery case was clear from the Pretty beginning. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. The the Rittenhouse case was was uh not clear cut, not open and shut. There were a lot of issues legally that had to be dealt with. Um, and you know the the jury figured out. Um, Listen to the evidence and they came to their conclusion. Uh, Arbury case was, we talk about it being pretty obvious clear cut, but I remember when they first arrested the guys that there were people on libertarian boards
0: were telling me that all oh, these guys are going to get off because they didn't do anything wrong vigilantism is okay. <laughs> it was clearly self-defense. Like, self-defense, yeah. Right.
2: Self-defense, yeah, when you were trying to chase him down with the truck and then yeah. get out with your shotgun. Yeah, he, reached the, he, he reached for his gun. Yeah, so let's give a
0: little more information here on um, exactly what happened in the in the moments, kind of take it down to the zoom down into the moment here. So the video recorded by Brian using his cell phone shows uh, he follows Arbury jogging down the neighborhood road. Uh, he's on the left side of the road when he encounters a white pickup truck that had stopped in the right lane. Gregory McMichael is standing in the truck bed while Travis uh, stands behind the driver's door with a shotgun. Uh, Brian's vehicle comes to a stop behind Arbury and the pickup truck. As Arbury approaches the pickup truck, shouting can be heard. Arbury then crosses from the left side of the road to the right side of the road and runs around the passenger side of the truck. After passing the trunk's front, Arbury turns left. Meanwhile, Travis is holding a shotgun, approaches Arbury at the trunk's fr- front. The confrontation between Arbury and Travis is moment- uh, momentarily blocked. Several moments of the video report that the audio of the first gunshot seems to be heard before Arbery and Travis struggle with each other. Some media accounts first reported a struggle and then the mentions of the gunshot, but that was not true. Other media accounts describe that it was not possible to see from the video what was happening when the first gunshot was fired or report that the truck blocks the view of how the men first engage each other with regard to the gunshot. Uh, That I don't think was true either. Uh, Travis and Arbery were seen to grapple over the shotgun. While struggling, both men disappear off camera view of the left side of the frame, after which the audio of a second gunshot is heard. When they reappear, Arbery throws punches and tries to grab the shotgun. A third gunshot is being heard, is being fired by Travis at point-blank range as Arbery appears to throw a right-handed punch at his head. Arbery recoils, stumbles, and collapses face down in the middle of the road while Travis walks away. Gregory McMichael, who was taken out a shotgun but has not fired, runs toward his son and Arbery. So, why, what led to that moment? Uh, it, there uh, was, in December 2019 and January 2020, residents of Satilla Shores had reported three break-ins, or thefts, uh, a, a Satilla Shores resident reported rifles stolen, uh, on February twenty, uh, February 11, 2020, Travis called 911 to report a slender, six-foot-tall black man with short hair, wearing red shorts and a white shirt, who was trespassing on the site of a house under construction. He said, I've never seen this guy in the neighborhood. The dispatcher asked whether Travis was okay, and he said, yeah, it just startled me. When I turned around and saw him and backed up, he reached into his pocket and ran into the house, so I don't know if he's armed or not but he looks like he act- He was acting like he was. We've been having a lot of burglaries and break-ins around here lately, Travis said on the call. Um, his father, Gregory, was one of the people out searching that night, and Gregory, at least one other neighbor, were armed. Police responded. They searched the house along with a neighbor and found no one. However, a surveillance video from that evening showed a man who looked like Arbery briefly walking in and out of the house. Certainly not a crime. We grew up in a neighborhood that was being built. My family and I often walked around to like snoop in those houses and see the progress um so they there's cameras uh in, in, across the street and uh they basically see um him jogging i mean Arbury was out jogging and was curious but mm-hmm. to to the mcmichaels he was the guy who was the robber and it was up to them to uh, play cop and go out and arrest the man who was uh, running down the street. Um, so in a second call beginning at 114, the mail caller said, I'm out here at Satilla Shores. There's a black male running down the street. Nine eleven, uh, The 911 dispatcher asked, where at Satilla Shores? The caller replied, I don't know what street we're on. Stop. Watch that. Stop. Damn it. Stop. So he's trying to basically citizens arrest him. Um, so McMichael said he was a witness when the cops showed up. And uh, they, they, they basically were out playing vigilante, trying to stop a person that they thought was the robber, and they assumed that it was Arbery. Um, so, they put themselves into a situation where they were armed. The person that they thought... I mean, from Arbery's perspective, he's being chased by two guys in a truck. You're in Georgia. <laughs> You're black being chased by two white guys that are armed. Not, I mean... I defended Georgia, but there's also not a defense for Georgia and uh, their history. Uh, And so he's assumed to be guilty by these vigilantes who are trying to citizens arrest him. uh, And he's running from them, running from them. And then finally, like, turns back to try and fight when he knows he's going to be overtaken. And (laughs) uh, this doesn't strike me as self-defense. So, Harry, we'll start with you. What is self-defense? Because... Rittenhouse, the Kaiser case, and this case that we will be talking about today, these are self defense cases. So let's define what self defense is.
3: All right. First off, Aubrey's case is uh, uh, Aubrey was acting in self defense. Okay. Right. All right. All right. He was acting in self defense. Uh, you, you don't get
0: to create the situation where you have to defend yourself. Like Correct. if your intent yeah. is to go and and like show up with a gun and put it in somebody's face and then they try to take your gun or or shoot you back you've created the situation
3: I mean, yeah, self defense. Yeah, self defense is like you're sitting there, you're binding your, you know, you're basically not provoking, you're not, you know, being aggressive. You are simply you have the privilege of be uh, of, of be able to claim self defense. Now, if you're provoking, shoving, pushing, getting into other people's faces, you are p- causing provocation. You know, you are, you know, you're you be becoming a provocator. You're like, you know, you're trying to like you're you're, you're making the situation happen. I see the situation. I used to see the situation a lot when I was doing mma and these mma guys would go around into bars basically
0: you mean like a guy uh running around yelling the n-word and shoot me at at a guy with an air 15
3: right yeah yeah he he, yeah he yeah doing stuff like that you can almost you know like lose kind of lose the privilege of self-defense and that's what like this whole thing was is uh not to say like, just like the racist connotation of just being chased down by somebody in trucks. I'm just like, usually being chased down in the truck. This could be a rifle gang. This could be anything, you know, you know, shoot. Like, you know, it could have just been like, a, like as we get ready to talk about uh, the Maxwell, this could have been sex traffickers, human traffickers. I would be booking it too. You know, get the heck out of there.
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter how well trained you are in Brazilian jujitsu, like our friend, Remzo Martinez, Trisha. if you're being chased down by men in a truck, and they're yelling, "Stop! Stop!" And they've got shotguns, and they're like acting like. I mean, there isn't anybody who's going to fear for their life in that moment.
5: I, I think it's really strange that it was assumed, and some people, like Dennis said in the beginning, um, it was assumed that he should stop and give them time. If there's people chasing you and you're afraid for your life, you don't have to stop. You, I wouldn't. I don't. If a bunch of men were chasing me, I would not stop. Now, I would be armed. And which goes to uh, I wonder if, you know, Arbery had been armed, if this whole thing would have been different, which he had every right to be. But, um, yeah, it's it's a weird idea that you just have to stop for some people with a gun in a truck that are chasing you when you're on foot. It's weird.
0: I mean, the the uh, the question that I was going to ask that was really insightful and smart uh, to Brian has, has escaped me. Uh, and he's taking a phone call, anyways. So Reinhold, you're shaking your head through all of this. Uh, what do you want to say? No, you just made some
4: comments about another case, and they're kind of not exactly accurate. So
0: we'll take your trash takes here in a moment. Uh, <laughs> Reinhold, Reinhold is sad that he missed uh, the written house discussion last week, and he's 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 hiding his thoughts from the group because we all disagree with him. We think. But he won't say because he doesn't want to be outcast, and we, we're not going to cast you out for having bad opinions. It's the the shirts that you wear that we can't take. Uh, <laughs> actually,
5: so abusive. Dennis Dennis?
0: I know. I love it's Pretty Dennis. basic. Color. Damn, communist. I I like your your red commie shirt. <laughs> Christmassy. It is actually very festive with your green screen and your red shirt. Uh, man, use green screen, yeah. Dennis. Like what? What in terms of self defense? What is – like, how do you use self-defense? Like, when is it appropriate? When can you engage in it? Well, there's a couple things we need to discuss first. Are we talking about the legal
4: definition of of self-defense or what we think it should be? Because every state has its own little rules around Mm -hmm. what self-defense is, how when you can use it, when you can use deadly force, when you can't use deadly force. They have a thing – a lot of states have proportionality laws that you have to only respond in proportionally. You
0: can't, you can't do deadly force
4: if you're not being attacked with deadly
0: force. Right. Like you come um, up and it looks like you're going to hit me and punch me in the face. I can't blow your face
3: off. Yes. Right. Right. Harry. Usually. Right. No, it depends on which state you're in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and and, and because it if you show up I mean, with five dudes and punch me in the face. Yeah. I guess yeah. i blasting. it. It's,
4: It's the it's the the self-defense is convincing a jury that you have a rational belief that your life is in danger. Right. So the question then becomes what causes that? And there's all kinds of other things, too, especially with Wisconsin. There were a lot of little um, there were exceptions to exceptions to exceptions to exceptions inside of that law that were on trial. So it wasn't, like I said, as clear-cut as a lot of people wanted it to be. And that's basically because most people wanted it to be clear-cut one way or the other. I forget
0: forget the term that they used in the Rittenhouse trial, but the prosecution was basically saying, like, if you are a chaos voyeur, or what was the phrase that maybe one of you Mm -hmm. guys know? Basically, like, you were a a chaos tourist, I think was what Mm -hmm. Something involved tourism. You know, Rittenhouse showed up. And then he was armed by his friend. He was there as a tourist. You can't claim self-defense if you're in a dangerous environment with a weapon. Bad things can happen, so therefore it wasn't self-defense.
4: No. The the, the thing is, is that did he create any of those incidents? Did he create the dangers? And when you walk around – when you, when he was there just defending the property, everything was fine. It's when he left the property started walking around blocks away – And he was pointing his gun at people, which, you know, you're not supposed to. do. Now, he said he was doing it as a joke. But I think anybody who knows anything about guns knows that you don't point your gun at people unless you mean to kill them. And it can provoke a response. Uh, You you joked about the guy who said, you know, the N-word at the guy with the 15 with the AR-15. The reason why he said that was because the guy with the AR-15 had pointed his gun at a girl. And he stepped in between them and started cussing the guy out, saying, you want to shoot somebody, shoot me. And then calling him the N-word and all kinds of other stuff because he was mad. Um, that's Those are things that came out in the trial that a lot of people probably don't know about. But it, it, all these things were trying to paint people certain ways. And the, the real problem was, and, and I'll say this now, is that the, the real problem with what was what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse is that he was enticed there because of the political environment in this country where we want to kill each other.
0: Yeah. And it's getting ridiculous. The fact that he's uh, – there's, Trisha like, hero worship around someone who killed a commie and, uh, you know, like – we all see it on on our feeds because we're all libertarians. Like, at some point, the political environment did, you know, factor into his decision-making. I mean, what do you think about that?
5: Yeah, I definitely um, agree with Dennis on the point that he put himself into a situation. I, I believe it was self defense because I believe at that time he was being chased by somebody who clearly would like to have killed him, and he shot him. And I, I think he was he was able to do that. However, th- he's not a hero, and I, I was wondering, you know, just not a big fan of you know people that worship the police and he was one of those types but he still was entitled to self-defense even if he's a cop lover but i wonder <laughs> if the right who used him and, and lionized him and made him a hero basically were he,
0: predators yeah. using a child for their political? own what if he
5: was an sjw type and right. happened to be there and who knows
0: in like in like BLM, yeah. did supporters. you see? Would did they, you see yeah, all they, the conserve all up? the uh, <laughs> the national con- nationalistic conservatives losing their mind on yes. Twitter over which was him wonderful. saying he liked BLM, which was <laughs> hilarious. Like, this yes. country is so effed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah, that was
3: funny. Which is fine to like B- BLM the movement and not BLM the organization, because the BML right. organization doesn't care about black lives. Screw the BLM organization.
2: They they care about uh, putting the leader posted the uh, tweeted that uh, that you're enjoying m- your meal on stolen land, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then just right after that, put up a fence around her one point four million dollar compound up in L.A. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian, you had some objections. I could see it on your face to what Reinhold was saying. Um, number one, there was no real evidence pointed in the trial uh, introduced by the D.A., uh, that Kyle had pointed the gun except for potato quality zoomed in video. Um, that, his admission this, to doing so that no, he laughed. this, this, the comment he made was somebody had accused him of pointing the gun at somebody. He said, yeah, sure. Now we can get into whether he is adm- admitting guilt or whether he's going ahead and saying, yeah, sure. Like, you know, somebody accused you, Hey, I thought I saw you step on a chicken's head over there. Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. So if he throws whatever in there, you know, we can define, defend that. But there's there's, a
4: video that he pointed his gun at Rosenbaum. There's all Rosenbaum was the video. I watched a dozen. Yards away from him. He raised his gun, pointed it, dropped and ran, started to run. Yeah. When he pointed that gun, he was creating an incident that could be considered provocative.
0: One of the reasons that, I love yes, right now that's Hull. a
4: judgment call. That's what I'm saying now is that it's okay. a judgment call that a jury needs to decide after watching all the evidence. It's not clear cut, it is not black and white. There no, is a, sta- there's a Supreme Court decision in Wisconsin, a, a Wisconsin Supreme Court decision that states if Uh, if one points a loaded weapon at another and the other grapples with him to prevent the shooting and is shot, it is murder. From 1886. Yes, it's 1886. (laughs) The laws have been changed, though. I'm just saying that's still on the books. There's still that precedent inside the laws that have to be considered when they're doing this. It it, It is easy for us to sit here and just go, oh, it should be this or it should be that. It should be easy to determine. But the people on the jury have to sit and listen to all this and make a decision that's sure. going to affect people's lives yep. mm-hmm. and they have to make the reasonable decision. And the laws are not as clear cut as a lot mm-hmm. of people try to make it to be. It's just not, you can't be with, with self-defense because you're dealing with taking individual people's lives. But, and a lot, what really bites my ass with all of this is are the people who are like glad that these people got shot yep. because they were terrible people. And it's like, A lot of of people that I hear saying this are supposedly great Christians, you know, on the Christian monarchy movements inside the libertarian movement, right? They're just saying they're glad he's dead because of this and that. I said, we're supposed to be giving grace to people. We're supposed to be trying to give a chance for people to do better in their lives. Nobody – Kyle didn't know what those – who those people were or what they were No, He had no concept of of, Rosemar's past. It's all people wanting to kill each other these days, and it's – we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be easily allowing people to kill other people without questioning it. What what was the kill shot on Roosevelt? He was shot four times. Which one was the kill
2: shot? In one
4: second, Dennis, you were I, shot four I, times. I, Hold I, on, let's watch. Let's I'm watch not the saying video. That you're wrong. What I'm saying is that there's a question there. It, you shot him in the back. That's what killed him. Right. It's not clear cut and easy to oh,
3: determine.
0: <laughs> let's let's watch the drone video of yeah. that particular moment because the drone video I think is telling That's, because you it. you you can have when it comes to written house there, there's there's like two conversations going on there is the conversation that is the whole package and then you know of why he was there did his dad live in Kenosha did he why did he cross state lines who where did he get the gun what did his mom drive like all that. All that stuff that's kind of irrelevant in terms of the trial, and then there's the specific moment of the 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 I mean the killings. I won't say murder because that implies intent. Um, and there's drone footage of the Rosenbaum, and I'll, I'll describe this for our audio listeners. Uh, but we're watching it on YouTube. There are a lot of independent journalists on the ground. Uh, And taking footage and this drone video, uh, Tad Western told me it came
2: from the FBI, but uh, it it came from it did. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was FBI released video. Now, it was it was done by a private uh, actor, but it was released to the FBI and it was only given to the FBI. The defense attorney tried to get this video and was refused it by the drone owner. And the FBI had control over it and they gave it to the DA's office just the beginning of trial. Okay. Well, Tad
0: also told me that FBI agents were on the ground directing people where to burn things. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I, that's why I was skeptical of that. Um, so y- you see Rittenhouse in the parking lot. Where where was this first? The first shooting with Rosenbaum over here, chasing him. Was this at the car lot or the gas? This dish? is
2: this is a, this is the car lot area, I believe. Now, what's going to end up happening here? This is the video. I think Rosenbaum at this point has thrown the bag at him, which I honestly what the light looked like a Molotov at first, but it was a bag, right? I think it was his bag of stuff. And there he is right there closing the distance, but right. the, and hang hang Chris, I want to say one thing, the evidence that he pointed the gun. If you back that up just a second, you see the light way back there up the street. And it looks like this may be the gas station, but the point is that they said that it was clear. And here he is pointing it out that, that, Rittenhouse pointed his weapon at, at Rosenbaum back further, not when he's right here because he's already being chased. And you can see him pointing there because he was already being chased. He said that he pointed way back in the back. Back, you can see where he's pointing? That's mm-hmm. where he said that he pointed at him, and that's what started the chase. Okay. Right. And Rosenbaum but- was supposed
4: to know that he wasn't being pointed at.
2: But the thing is that the that Dennis that there's no other evidence in trial, and you're talking about maybe 10, 12 pixels, and the and if anything that the the defense attorney said that he's right-handed, the way that the Kyle apparently would have had to point the gun at Rosenbaum was if he was left-handed. Now he could have everybody knows how to shoot you know knows how to shoot either way, but he points the gun here, but he's being chased by by um, by Rosenbaum at this point. Rittenhouse is being chased by Rosenbaum at this point, and he's not stopping. So, you know, the the Wisconsin law is pretty clear that you have to that even if you commit a crime, if you go ahead and break into somebody's house and you're you've threatened them and committed a felony, if you're running away. They don't have the right to shoot you in the back, and if they come at you, you do have a right to defend yourself. That's in Wisconsin law, and that was the code that was looked at at the time. And
4: there's other things in that Wisconsin law that is not being brought up. That okay, if you're the provocateur, and if they can right. prove that you're a provocateur, you have to then because normally you don't have to give give way, right? You have it's it's you have a, a duty to flee,
2: which is what he's doing. I think I think running through a parking lot with a crazy guy chasing him. And he might be doing and turns
4: think. instead of continuing on.
0: He he's a bag is thrown at him. I just replayed it a bunch of times. A bag is thrown. Yeah. He turns around. He then continues. And then when he is uh, almost overtaken by a guy who's was he saying he was going to grab the gun or had reached for the gun, he turns around, points his gun. The reason Rosenbaum shot in the back is because of the the firing of the four shots turn him around. The kill shot was in the back because it's like the kennedy assassination you know with the your your body right. like at turns. that point
4: at that point during that fourth shot when he was shot in the back he was not a threat Des- okay
0: o- are you talking about one second what are you talking I understand,
4: about Understand, brian yeah. i'm not saying that he was wrong to do so i'm what, just saying what kind what of
0: what logic at, it, uh, well you just shoot three po- three shots he's he's neutralized and then run, uh, he did that later so he had the capability when he it- blew up the guy's bicep <laughs> Exactly, yeah, Kyle, a- not it, looking it, at he the health gauge of that Why boss? didn't he stop and help for medical treatment for the guy?
2: Well, he stopped. He called the guy. Said, "I just shot." Because somebody. he had other you people. He had
0: other people chasing him. He <laughs> runs down the street. There had been the, this. All started with a someone. gunshot in the air. Let's go to. Uh, let's go. Let's fill in some details for those who <clears throat> who may not uh, be. Um,
3: He's, he's also under no obligation to render health aid. It's great that he does, but he could have cracked a cold one on that on that on that cold going oh down. God, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kyle. <laughs> it's cold Miller time. No, 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 no.
3: <laughs> August 25th,
0: Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17 year old from Antioch, Illinois, fatally shot two men and wounded another in Kenosha, Wisconsin, during the protest riots and civil unrest that followed the shooting of black of a black man named Jacob Blake by a white police officer. Uh, is it true or not, Brian, that his dad lived in Kenosha and that is part of why he felt the, the compelled to defend uh, Kenosha?
2: His dad lived in Kenosha. I believe a good chunk of his family lived in Kenosha. Mm-hmm. His mom lived in Antioch. And this is one of those things, again, where if you live near a state line and there's a bigger town kind of close by – you kind of go a bigger town. So he was, he was no longer working at the YMCA in Antioch because they were closed for COVID. So he was doing some work up in, in Kenosha with his family. So it, it, it's one of those things that you can make the, Oh my goodness, he crossed the state line. But if you live on a border town, that's like, that's like going to the store across the street, big deal. Or sometimes the taxes are better. You know, it, it doesn't matter. They cross the state line. Libertarians should love the fact that oh, yeah, I can cross state lines. Yeah. You have to follow local law, but, He had every right to be there, just as everybody else did.
0: So Rittenhouse was armed with the semi-automatic AR-15 that he took from his friend Dominic Black. Both Rittenhouse and Black joined a group of armed men who said they were in Kenosha to protect businesses. Rittenhouse said that he was there to protect a car dealership from being vandalized and to provide medical aid. The car dealership said they did not invite them on the stand. There is a significant amount of witnesses that say that that is not true. After an earlier confrontation with Kenosha resident Joseph Rosenbaum, who was unarmed, Rittenhouse followed by, was followed by Rosenbaum and journalist Richard McGinnis. Racine resident jo- Joshua Zeminski fired a shot into the air nearby, then Rittenhouse turned towards Rosenbaum. McGinnis later stated that Rosenbaum had lunged at Rittenhouse and tried to take his rifle, after which Rittenhouse shot Rosenbaum four times at close range, killing him. "'Rittenhouse then ran down the street while being pursued by a crowd of at least a dozen people. "'After a man hit him in the head, Rittenhouse tripped and fell to the ground. "'He was jumped, kicked by another man. "'Rittenhouse fired twice from the ground and missed. "'Silver Lake resident Anthony Huber then struck him in the shoulder with a skateboard "'and attempted to take his rifle.' Rittenhouse shot Huber once in the chest, killing him. West Allis resident Gage Grozenkruz then approached Rittenhouse and pointed a handgun at him, at which time Rittenhouse wounded Grozenkruz by shooting him once in the right arm. Rittenhouse was charged with two counts of homicide, one count of attempted homicide, two counts of reckless endangerment, one count of unlawful possession of a firearm, and one count of curfew (laughs) violation. Rittenhouse's trial took place from November 1st, to the 19th, 2021, Judge Bruce Schroeder dismissed the unlawful possession of a charge and curfew violation charged during the trial, and a unanimous jury found Rittenhouse not guilty of the re- remaining, uh, the remaining uh, charges. An interesting note is uh, that an economist YouGov poll conducted during the trial found that two-thirds of Republicans thought that Rittenhouse should be acquitted, while three-quarters of Democrats thought he should have been convicted." Um, and you can read if you want even more depth and details on both of these cases. Again, uh, the Wikipedia articles are very deep and full of lots of links and information.
2: The, the one thing I, I do ask this question, and let, let's talk self-defense, let's talk provocation, everything else. Gage had his gun in his hand. He went and reached for it. If he takes two steps back, unloads into Kyle, killing Kyle on the ground. Okay. If he does that, is he justified in doing so? I, I think there—you can make an argument that
0: Huber and these guys who were trying to disarm Rosen uh, uh, Rittenhouse after shooting somebody—you could make an argument that they were—they viewed it as self-defense. Could you not? Yeah, at both at
2: both point at that point, both sides have a right to self-defense. Nope. Uh, well, well, we'll get on that. There's one other thing I want to point out. There's a f- another person. That's standing behind Gage when he gets his bicep shot, and he's got his hands up. Now, if Kyle's on Madman Patrol, this guy is about fifteen feet away from Kyle. He's got his hands up, and and basically Kyle doesn't shoot him. So, I mean, you show him when Gage has his hands up, Kyle has his gun pointed at him. Is when he went looked around, reached for his gun, and started to point it towards Kyle that Kyle shot him. At that point, is it still does does Kyle still have self defense? involved. As I said, both sides of that incident had self-defense rights. But but how does Gage have it if he wasn't attacked?
4: Cuz there's a guy with a gun trying to shoot people. He had okay, just shot that, somebody. That, that He's trying awful, to disarm
2: him. That sounds awful vigilante to me, but maybe that's just yeah, me.
4: But I guess when libertarians talk about the good guy with the gun, we're all just lying and and saying bullshit then, aren't we? Uh, no, we're not because okay, so an uh, active shooter just killed somebody. Somebody right. he's going to try and neutralize the threat. He was I a threat at that point. What
5: Dennis is saying, if it was the first shot, it would be different, but this would have been after there was already a shooting.
2: Yeah. I think if, if Gage had been standing next to um, Rosenbaum when he was shot and saw that you'd have, you'd be a hundred percent correct. Dennis. You would be, but this is two minutes later down the road, chasing the guy. And, and so at that point, He's disengaged from the initial melee. He's still a threat.
4: He knows he had just killed somebody. He could be going and trying to kill other people. You don't know what's going on. He's still got his gun raised, but not pointed at anybody at that point. But he's still got it in his hands, but he's doing the right thing. He's a self-defense mode at that point. See, it doesn't have to be one side or the other on this crap.
3: Right. No, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. They said on, he said on the trial, that he had no idea he shot this other person. They just saw, they just saw him running. That's why they went right. after him. Hurt, yeah,
4: Because he, people he, were saying didn't he hurt. just shot this guy. So That's what the let's people chase were down this guy? guy.
2: He's just shot somebody. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Is, is that if somebody says, I just saw this guy kill somebody, let's go get him. That sounds like a mob action to me. That doesn't sound like justice. That doesn't sound like anything. It sounds like a mob chasing some kid down the street.
4: Mm-hmm. And What, I, I, I what, what if the remember kid... That what if, the next time the good guy with the gun stops somebody from doing a shooting, like a school shooting or something, we, if they're not actively shooting somebody at that point, they can't do anything. That's he said shooting, saying.
0: not shitting.
3: <laughs> but the sorry but the but it just shows also the complication of using your weapon to defend yourself in like in an active shooter position you just can't just shoot somebody or attack somebody just because you heard gunshots and you see someone out with a weapon if you did do that you would
2: also still be in the wrong the things that he's disengaged from. It's judgment from, calls. It's, all right, of it's a judgment, judgment call. Calls. Correct. And, 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 correct. And what I've always correct, said right, we're telling you that your judgment, judgment might be a little He, he, here, he didn't with, shoot him when he oh, threw the. I'm the, the wrong he, one. He I got he it. Didn't, you didn't, guys think
4: that no. it's clear cut and I'm the wrong one because I'm questioning. Well, there's,
2: there's plenty of people in the comments Right-hold, who agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. There There I, okay, well, I got one thing.
4: guy in the chat who won't even spell my name right who's calling me a liberal. So, I mean, well, that's it's just that's the so, way it so, goes. I right know yeah, what I'm going to it. get that's here. All. Question the, the things,
3: malice. it's going to malice. No, the the, main, the worst thing about the trial was the prosecutor. The prosecutor, the prosecutor yeah. because if he did <laughs> like if Print now didn't have two million dollars, that dude, if he had a public defender, dude's in jail. Yeah, dude, would mm-hmm. be sitting in jail right now? Yeah. Okay, that's the this the like no should have went to trial. Yes, should have been like that, and the prosecutor shouldn't have acted like this and did this too, because yeah, public defender
4: well, right, right now, the the prosecutor should have asked for a, a right type of charge. What well, he asked for was overreaching, and he should never have asked for that.
3: Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If he had asked he should also to know the law.
4: Endangerment. He probably had a chance
0: before he, we move uh, on to uh, yeah. you know uh, before it it we move on. on uh, does any libertarian want to take Dion's comment here? How did he have the right to be there if he was out past curfew, Tricia?
5: Uh, you know, personally, I believe that that uh, curfew laws um, are victimless. Law. Uh, there's a victimless crime if you commit that law. So anybody had the right to be out if they weren't aggressing on somebody or their property. However, there is a point that Dion makes here. There were a lot of people that had curfew charges, um, other small charges that did destroy property that were out at this. So perhaps they should have just, you know, drove there with an A.R., and walked around and then they wouldn't have any charges (laughs) so you know kyle rittenhouse i believe did commit self-defense i do not believe it was murder however there's a lot of people that had to pay petty crimes and got charged with things that night and they didn't kill anybody self-defense or not so i think it's it's very disproportionate sometimes the way other people are charged like it was a lot of homeless teenagers and things like that so you know we could charge mm -hmm. them and They'll have maybe a public defender or just pay a fine. But, you know, we have a big fancy trial. He walks away with no charges.
0: This brings us to uh, a case but, of disproportionate who's talking. Is that Harry?
3: It was there was me. i like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he can out of Yeah, you can be outside per curfew and still get self-defense, just like if you can cross the imaginary line of the United States come inside of the country, supposedly illegal, even though it's an imaginary line and still claim self-defense because someone tries to rape and or attack you when you make it into Texas. Yeah, yeah you won't yes, you hear can.
0: you won't hear many libertarians making the argument that he crossed state lines because we don't believe yeah. in, in lines. And, and, and he,
5: he can own a gun Correct. and curfew and yeah. yeah. Correct.
0: Um okay. now the the Crystal Kaiser case is in Kenosha, Washington, and it points out a lot of the imbalances and disparities that uh m- many of us who want criminal justice reform and a more fair and equitable uh criminal justice system uh, it, th- this points out a lot of it so in uh at seventeen, Crystal Kaiser was uh uh arrested for the alleged murder of Randall Philip Volar the Third claiming sex trafficking and abuse. During her arrest, she claimed he was her pimp. On June 5th, 2018, she has not gone to trial. Her case date has not been set. So less less than a year, a little over a year, Kyle Rittenhouse has already gotten his wrapped up. Uh, and so, and she spent a significant amount of time in jail. She shot him twice, set his house on fire, and then stole his car. Kaiser was arrested and incarcerated at Kenosha County Detention Facility to await trial. Kenosha County prosecutors charged her with first-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, and four other felonies. They contend the murder was premeditated. If If convicted, she would face a mandatory life sentence in prison. Her lawyer claims she was child traffic a child trafficking victim acting in self-defense against her pimp. Her case received renewed notoriety on December 19th after the Washington Post interviewed her after, and after the George Floyd protests. Community activists posted her $400,000 bond, and she was released in June 2020. You compare that to the bond that was set in the uh, Waukesha... County case where uh, the man who just drove an SUV into a crowd of five people had a bond set at a thousand. Um, well, so the the trial date is not set now. Uh, the details like in the other two cases that we've discussed today matter in what did de- what describes self-defense and uh w- we'll unpack this after we give you some of these details uh, volar was a 34 year old man and they met on Backpage when she was 16 she posted to the site after a referral from a girl she knew and stated she needed money for food and school notebooks he was first the first person to contact her when she joined the site. She lived with him and alleged that he sexually abused her regularly and sometimes filled the, filmed the abuse for over a year. Kaiser alleged that he began trafficking her using Backpage and took the money that she was paid, meaning he prostituted her through the website if uh, you don't understand the updated language of trafficking. Volar was previously arrested in 2017 after a 15-year-old black girl reported him to the police for giving her drugs and threatening to kill her. He was charged with child enticement using a computer to facilitate a child sex crime and a second-degree sexual assault of a child. Volar was released the same day, and he had to pay no bail and was told he would receive a court summons. The Post reported that court records demonstrated that the police had evidence that Volar was abusing multiple underage black girls, and there was video evidence of the abuse. Records also showed that the prosecutor's office received the evidence 12 days before Volar was killed and three months after his arrest. It is not uncommon for uh, those who commit uh, sexual and domestic abuse get out on no bail, which leaves their victims incredibly vulnerable uh, because they are now facing consequences, and narcissistic abusers tend to really hate that. Kaiser killed Volar on June 5, 2018, by shooting him in the head. Kaiser admitted to taking an Uber from Milwaukee to the deceased residence, shooting him because she had gotten upset and was she was tired of him touching her, and then starting a fire at the residence before departing in the deceased's car. A neighbor called 911 to report the fire at Volar's home. Police found and identified his burned body and showed bullets in his head. His his car was abandoned in Milwaukee, and the police found a receipt in the vehicle and traced it to Kaiser and was arrested at her boyfriend's home in Milwaukee. Now she was incarcerated in the Kenosha County detention facility and bail was set at $1 million because the concept of bail, the concept of bail is what, how dangerous uh, are you to uh, those that you are, how dangerous are you to the community and what is your flight risk? Crystal Kaiser does not sound like as much of a flight risk as her abuser or danger to her community. And, uh... And so that's that's the the bail conversation because bail reform is something that, as we are seeing in the Kaiser case here, one million dollars for Crystal Kaiser sounds obscene, uh, and bail reform is at the heart of the w- Waukesha Christmas Parade attack because he it's a city that has tried bail reform and he got out so much easier uh, because of the bail reform so. How do you evaluate that risk how do you where do you set that bail that 's a conversation that plays into both of these uh, things that we could talk about now or at a few fu- in a future episode, but something to keep in mind um, now uh, the lead prosecutor stated that the murder was premeditated. The prosecution agreed that Volar was an abuser, but further stated that Keiter's, Kaiser planned to steal his car as indicated by being armed with the gun and that she downloaded a police scanner app the day of the shooting. Uh, In her first press interview, Kaiser disputed the initial police statement to the post and said she killed Volar in self-defense because he had her pinned down and was attempting to sexually assault her. Her, Lawyers plan to argue an affirmative defense, a Wisconsin state law that allows one to be acquitted of all charges if a crime was committed by someone being sex trafficked. There are no known cases where the affirmative defense has been used in an offense involving a violent crime just in defensive maneuvers. Uh, The judge ruled that Crystal did not have access to the affirmative defense law for trafficking victims. So, obviously, there are two, uh, like these other two cases, there's the environment surrounding the facts surrounding the entirety of the case, and then there is the moment of self-defense. Reactions
3: to that story. Uh, Harry, what are your thoughts on it? My my knee-jerk first reaction to this story was, good for her. (laughs) Right. It's sort of like when you hear
0: that Rosenbaum is a serial child molester, and you're just like...
1: Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. he couldn't mm-hmm. yeah. have
3: known like that, but I'm not gonna feel sorry for him <laughs> well, I don't know he we also don't know if he had a raging boater when he was chasing him or not. but uh, the thing is um the when it comes to crimes like yeah until like we get a lot because they keep pushing this trial back and all around which is like awful this, this trial should have happened this woman's life is on pause it has been on pause for five, but years but you know
0: why it, and, and it it's because one kenosha case he had access to a ton of money for a lawyer Mm -hmm. and she has public defenders probably not now because there has been fundraising but this shows you this like it's not that public defenders aren't skilled they they process they deal with cases more than anyone else but they don't have time you're gonna get 10 to 20 hours with the public defender where imagine how many hours the the lawyer representing Rosenhouse or rittenhouse or whatever uh Mm -hmm how many hours he was able to spend on that case. You don't have the same level of hours spent trying to parse things out, making motions, trying to follow up with things. You're lucky if you're going to get a call back in two weeks uh, versus yeah. a guy who's basically in your living room living with you trying to get you off. And that's, that's where there's been a huge movement across the country to fund pr- uh, fund more public defenders, uh, I am all for that. One of the legitimate functions of government is this particular function and making sure that justice is met. And it's an issue of inequality when you we have uh, wildly underfunded the public defender system across the country. In most counties, you take a county like Brown County, a small rural county, they don't have public offenders. They give a low- income stipend to local lawyers to act as public defenders, and you get the same result, um, and, and it's, uh, it's a real problem. Um, yep. if I, you're never going to really hear me advocating for uh, an increase in government spending, but this is going to be the
3: rare exception, Harry. Yeah, well, it's it's a whole argument when somebody was like, you know, universal healthcare, cool. How does universal lawyering, how is that working out for everybody? Right. Can we fix that first? Let's fix this first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, yeah, if this woman's life has been on pause for about five years. Well, you want to know what, what was, be,
0: sorry, but you know what was before the public defender system? They would draft lawyers and say it was their civic duty to represent these people, and they would not get paid. And so lawyers claimed, basically, that it was takings, that the state can't force you to work all these hours for free. Uh, and so that's how the public defender system was set up. And, and there was a uh, Supreme Court case that said you can't right. just steal hours from lawyers right. and claim. Can you imagine Abdul
3: talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. The heck was I? Lawyers
0: have been stealing me from for two years, so I'm happy yeah. to to steal from them. But I, I get it; they, you should be paid for your skill. But you go ahead. Oh yeah,
3: me. oh yeah, completely pay for your skill. You know, um, <laughs> almost forgot where I was. Yeah. So uh, all right. So this woman's life has been a past five years, like the third time I'm starting this argument. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to be discovered on this whole case and be put out because there's you know there's some that are out there, but. The one thing we I really want to know about this case is uh, the the events leading up to the event because the whole like well she downloaded the police scanner she did all the premeditated what if she was planning on just stealing the damn card to get some money to get away from this person or just to scare him to get away from this person because most traffickers right once the, when she was out on when she was out they're probably just going to come out and discover, like, Aver probably had communications, and they're probably going to try to start this back up again. And and she's just, you know, just like anyone else, it's basically going back into slavery. And then she fought to get to get out of it. So, that's what... Now, could I be wrong when things come out? We're like, oh, no, no, the completely thing. She went there. She instigated it at all. Yeah, that could have came. That, that probably will come out. I don't know. I don't know. But if it comes out that, you know, this was he kept he basically threatened her threatened her family or got her to go back out and you know basically convincing her to get back on the uh, sex plantation so he can s- live his life of cushy luxury Nah, good for her you know give her the medal you know trisha sorry good. unmute there excuse you go. me there we go um
5: yeah i kind of had the same initial action reaction harry did um, and I've actually like bail reform is something kind of close to me. I've worked on it here, um, with the Cuyahoga Co- coalition for jail and bail reform. Um, cause there's a lot of major issues with it. I know that we were touching on that because obviously she was given a ridiculous amount of money. She's a young person that, and nobody should ever be held over for trial that long. That's ridiculous. Also unconstitutional. Um, but a lot of times people with that have, get drug charges or victimless crimes, they can't afford the bail. Um, And in 2019 in Cuyahoga County Jail, there were eight men awaiting uh, that couldn't meet bail with nonviolent drug charges that died in there. That's how bad that place is. They weren't given their um, insulin, things like that. So it's there's a real problem with the bail uh, system, and I'm a big proponent of bail reform, uh, especially for nonviolent crimes.
0: Another issue in this is that she was in jail for so long that so many people plead out and admit to crimes that they did not commit because they cannot get the representation that they need, and they spend so much time in jail – that they just say, all right, I want out, so I'm going to plead down and admit to this crime so I can get out of jail instead of waiting for my trial because they can't get a speedy trial.
5: Right, yeah, and absolutely, what was done to her is, is horrendous. Whether or not, and I'm I'm sorry, I don't know, even if it came out that she had planned this, you know, if I lived in a life of sex trafficking, I would probably spend months thinking of how I'm going to get out and plan it down to the T. And I, I just, I think if that all proves to be true... That she really was in this, uh, you know, sold into sex slavery, basically, even though, you know, she may have initially gone into it out of just complete need. Well,
0: this goes um, into self-defense, Trisha. We have plenty yeah. of friends who have been trying to get out of situations of domestic violence, sexual abuse with with. And I don't know anything about this guy, but I'm just going to guess that he's probably some narcissistic abuser type, probably not a great person. The, the system does not protect women like that, and, and yeah. oftentimes you you take like the uh, the Zach, what was the NFL player this week who his, his wife or girlfriend basically had to film uh, an, a camera of him, pointed it in the house, he's slamming her through the table, calling her all kinds of names. That's not the first time that that's happened. The reason that it's probably being filmed is that she's gone to the police or she's gone to friends and family, nobody's helping her doing anything. So, what a point when you're trapped in that cycle? Does it? Be, does the cycle become a, a weapon, and you're you're using self-defense, Tricia, Zach, Stacey? Yeah, Thank you, Dion.
5: I do. I do believe that that is self-defense. I, if you have to plan to kill somebody because otherwise they're going to eventually kill you, or they won't let you go. They're you know holding you hostage, basically. I think that's self defense. Now, I don't know what the law is going to say about it in that case, but I know you spoke about it's, something about sex trafficking, trafficking. How they passed mm-hmm. a new law about that in Wisconsin. It, I,
2: it's it's a coer- it's under coercion, and that is the the act specifically calls out a victim of a violation of uh, sex trafficking laws and things like that has an affirmative defense for any offense committed as a direct result of the violation of those sex trafficking laws, without regard to whether anyone was prosecuted or convicted of that violation. So if she's got proof, now, Dennis, this is going to be one of those fuzzy ones. I'm probably going to agree with you. Someone's going to have to sit down and interpret this mm-hmm. of whether she can say that, you know, here at the moment, I think all of us are probably like, yeah, this is this is a clear, open, and shut case. If, she, if he's standing in the room and she's got a gun and she knows what's coming, boom. Mm-hmm. She drove up there. You know, I still kind of agree with you, Trish. You know, she had no way of getting out of this. You know, it's it's fantasy land to think. Well, you know, she could have just taken an Uber to Chicago, then hopped on a plane to California. Just call
5: the police. Yeah, <laughs> All right, the I'm going to let him
2: know. I'm going
0: to play the the role of the listener who has posted the meme of Rittenhouse being a hero. And I saw plenty of conservatives when I to- posted about this in the comment thread saying this wasn't self defense. Lock her up forever. Meanwhile, they're like. Super pro-Rittenhouse. All these conservatives who the second that it's a poor black woman, they just weirdly have a different opinion. Um,
4: so strange. I don't know how
0: that I know. Yeah. The, the reality is, uh, I mean, okay, if this is self-defense and she's trying to get out of this abusive cycle, what's to stop, uh, let's say, Reagan and I have a really rough period and uh, I'm being a real jerk and she just claims it's self-defense and kills me and and then uh, Harry accidentally lets Jeremiah take over the Wall Empire. Like what if 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 we have determined self defense in the Arbury and the the Rittenhouse case so far in this episode to be a split second moment of decision where Rosenbaum is less than 4 feet from you and you have to turn and fire that self defense driving across town and saying oh gee this is self-defense i mean now it's her word against the deceased that she was being sexually assaulted in that case all bets are out right like you your your person's being violated by an abuser blow him blow his head off right. i mean burn down his house that's cool right. um, but let's say that's not that's not the truth uh what do we do with that
3: yeah yeah if if the sex trafficking thing like turns out to be uh, like a false claim there's like or it just get completely thrown out and this turns into just a premeditated murder this is like a crime of passion they just had a relationship like that okay i'll give you yeah 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 it's yeah it's it's premeditated murder but let's but if- say
0: she was being sex trafficked which is proven uh, and mm-hmm. he, but I'm saying in the moment, she premeditates that she's going to drive across town, kill him and burn his house down and steal his car like the prosecution is saying. Is that self-defense, even though she's gone through some horrible things?
3: Is he probably actively trying to probably going to get her back into sex trafficking and continue the cycle of abuse? Honestly, I don't know. I, it could be uh, my uh, damaged past.
2: But yeah, yeah. Kind of same self-defense to me. And it's in the law. I mean, that's the thing. Is this Wisconsin law calls it out specifically as as an affirmative defense? So I mean, if the, if that law doesn't exist and there's no affirmative defense, yeah, she's kind of screwed, unfortunately.
4: Right. Um part yeah. of the part of the problem, and the reason why there's an affirmative defense for that is because in the sex trafficking situations, usually there's a lot of psychological manipulation that's being done on the person. They are not being able to act rationally. Yeah. Right. And they are desperate to. And usually, mm-hmm. the reality is, is they go to the police and are told that uh, they don't not believed. They try to file a report. Was it six percent of rape cases are even even looked at or investigated right. in any way? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are just yeah. the ones that are, that are people go to report. Most women don't even report them anymore uh, because of that. So she's probably in a you know someone in that situation who's been psychologically traumatized, who is scared to walk out her door, Uh, can't say no to the person. I mean, I mean, that was the case with, you know, pimps and and prostitutes. That's probably where they came from, that law. So so there you go. I mean, you got to you've got to look at that situation. I don't know. In this specific case, if that's the case or not, I mean, that's something that's going to have to be investigated and and find out. But what really I don't understand is that you're saying that she's been sitting there for five years waiting for this to go to court. Um, You're supposed to have a speedy trial in this country. And there should be they should be forcing the hand on that. The unconstitutionality of being in jail that long, Uh, especially someone who is uh, claiming to be a victim of sex trafficking and being held against her will. Right. I mean, you're holding her against her will for the punishment of that. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the guy who ran over the people in the parade earlier in the year, he had had a a reckless endangerment uh, arrest uh, last summer. I think it was. and was it six months later. He demands uh, early release uh, out of jail because he wasn't getting a speedy trial. That was six months and they reduce his bond to $500 and let him out.
0: Yeah, so a couple details. So if you haven't heard, on November 21st, uh, around 430, a a red Ford Escape SUV, Driven at about 40 miles per hour, broke through barricades and drove through the annual Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. One police officer banged on the hood of the SUV in an attempt to get the driver to stop. Another officer fired his gun to stop the vehicle. The parade was being live streamed, sadly. Two eyewitnesses told reporters that the driver did not stop initially and all they could hear was people screaming. Uh, He rammed in. Five people were killed. 48 others were injured. Uh, they were identified as four women, one man. Hospitals admitted 28 people. Nine were in critical condition. Uh, the number of injuries is now 62. The fatalities has increased to six after an eight-year-old child died at the hospital. Seventeen more were children among the wounded. Prosecutors said a total of 13 children remain hospitalized. The ages range from eight to 81 in terms of those. In, uh, now, David... Edward Brooks Jr. is a man with an extensive criminal record. He had been arrested 21 days prior to the Waukesha attack for hitting his ex-girlfriend with the same SUV. During a domestic dispute, the charges against him for that case included a second-degree recklessly endangering safety with domestic abuse assessments, a felony, as well as a disorderly conduct with domestic abuse assessments, misdemeanor battery with domestic abuse assessments, and obstructing an officer. He posted $1,000 bail on November 23rd, two days before the Waukesha attack, and was released. Brooks also has a warrant for a sex crime in Nevada. Brooks was arrested the night of the attack soon after telling a Waukesha resident that he was homeless and was waiting for an Uber. The man was unaware of the events that had occurred and let Brooks into his home. Brooks had been charged with five counts of first degree intentional homicide following the death of a victim. Brooks's bond was set at five million dollars and he remains in custody. This they have no motive for the attack uh, but they believe he acted alone and did not know anyone at the parade. It was not a terrorist attack. Uh, they're uh, investigating whether Brooks had been fleeing from a nearby domestic disturbance when encountering the parade. And it was accidental that he committed these murders. Um, so that's where uh, some bond, some critics of this to say that this is where bond reform has gone wrong. And, um, You know, Dion made a comment here, uh, so it's not about the law, it's about the financial situation. I know Dion Curry, my co-host from The Pat Down, well enough to know that he is a democratic socialist, on which we argue about many things, and believes that the entire financial system of the country needs to be reformed to help people who are disadvantaged uh, have more equality in terms of finances compared to to the wealthy. A noble goal, um, but... How do we how do we assess that? Like if it, the these are uh, uh, some of the the people that we have talked about, specifically Crystal Kaiser, are poor people, you know, and why are they poor? Why is this girl being sex? Why is she turning to sex trafficking? If you eliminate some of those ills, wouldn't you get more justice if we have? And now my first initial reaction is, you start decriminalizing and reducing the drug war, if not canceling it altogether, let's start there, because then you alleviate an incredible amount of pressure on the criminal justice system, and as Harry points out, you can't test a rape kit, but drugs less than 24 hours return back results... Uh, Bad results in most of the cases. And bad (laughs) results and lock those people up. If you – I guarantee uh, Daryl Edwards, if you go back – Daryl Edward Brooks Jr., if you go back in his past, it starts with a continuing spiral of uh, criminality, and it probably starts with a drug charge. Um, And – this is my main criticism of joe biden you probably you had trump prime the well for criminal justice reform a lot of republicans at least in the the majority of the public would support criminal justice reform you could have been a transformative president in reversing the stuff that you put in place and instead uh you're only going to enrich road construction crews in your presidency reinhold what do you say to that
4: well i think it's kind of uh Pollyanna to think that the republicans who are primed for uh no republican politicians gonna just, if they were going to support it with democrat president it was yeah, never ryan
0: Lindsay made the democrat same president. retort back to me republicans uh, politicians are a lagging indicator they support what the majority of their people support what their what the public supports you have the public and, that wants to see action on a lot of these things right. and therefore and how, how, how does the that politicians ever, will follow
4: that's that's bull because there's there's things that have there's sixty seventy percent of this country is pro legalization of marijuana. We still have states where it's illegal. yeah I can't Indiana is one of those states. We've got federal laws still against it. It's not that they're going to do whatever it is. What they're going to do is they're going to uh, make sure to never actually fix the problem because if they do, then they lose that point. To argue with
0: on elections, we have uh, Miss Pat. We have Miss Pat Wing in. Fuck y'all, <laughs> little dicks, guys. I am okay
5: with that. And then Joshua, <laughs> Joshua,
0: Joshua but... Smith uh, disagreeing with both my background and Reinhold. Oh, I can give a. <laughs> <laughs> now Dion says, yes. "Yeah." Dion says it's only a problem if you're poor is my point. The law is supposed to be for everyone, but the justice system is for the wealthy and we completely unequivocally yeah. all yeah. agree yeah. on that. Yep. Yeah, because
5: the law is only apply is not applied equally either. Right. You know, you could yeah. say but it's not. You know, if if I'm wealthy and my son goes to jail, um, you know, gets arrested with I don't know, some coke in his pocket or whatever, he's probably mm-hmm. gonna be home with a great lawyer tomorrow. If some guy mm-hmm you know, gets arrested with maybe he has crack in his pocket. He's going to go home. He's going to lose his job. He's not going to go back to his family. He's not going to be able to get a job. He's not going to be able to get a lawyer. So it just starts mm-hmm. this cycle, yep. uh, you know, that yep. just it, it it never stops. And like you said, yep. Chris, that guy's probably his life probably started like that.
2: Go ahead, but, Brian. I was going to say the, the one great thing that's happening, though, Trish, like you said about not being able to get a job and things like that, the great thing is the, 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 mass, the great resignation that's happening right now is breaking down those barriers for those people that have drug felonies and things like that. So all of a sudden now people are so desperate they're willing to go ahead and put that aside. But Mm -hmm. Dion's 100% correct, and also I'm going to say Reinhold's correct on this. The laws in a lot of cases are so ridiculously large and conflicting that you've got to have a good attorney or at least someone with some coherent thought to be able to try to format a defense against Mm -hmm. this mass amount of laws that's out there. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to sit there and go through this, and if you're poor, you're not going to have the wherewithal to go through this. You're not going to have access to it, other than you have 20 minutes in the library. Go find the law that that that's going to get or a- any one of, of the five of us,
0: yeah. and and not just the poor or the l- low income folks. Yep. Anyone on this Zoom right now or whatever we're calling it, the five of us would have a really hard time affording a, a lawyer to to take on a major yep. charge. Yeah. I mean the the, the Mm-hmm. damn Bidenomics um, so let's let's talk about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell we've only got about five minutes before I have to go record the pat down here but uh, Harry wanted to talk about <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell and I keep seeing people oh, talk about uh, oh you see all about Rittenhouse and you see uh, nothing about Ghislaine Maxwell Harry is this not your attempt to reach out to the Pizzagate crowd why should we be talking about Ghislaine Maxwell why is this
3: meaningful uh, first off, you, you, you forget about the sub hidden basement at the. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to reach out to Pizza Gate people. They're, if they're still on Pizza hey, Gate, wait. they're out there. They're out there. <laughs> pizza
0: Gator people, too.
3: They're out <laughs> there buying crappy moisturizer, right. trying to keep their red hair. All right. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> This is more of just saying, like, yes, people are watching this case, and it's harder, and it also is the bullcrap of federal cases that we're not be able to see inside the courtroom. Oh, no cameras! What kind of awful 18th century bullcrap is this? Like, nope, nope. You can bring in somebody with some colored pencils and stuff like that, and you can see what's going on. It's the exact same thing that happened to the Ross Albrecht trial that we, you know we can't see what the heck is going on there because of the bullcrap that they, that it comes out, especially in federal court. But people are watching, people are going to watch this case. And I think it's, I think they keep hampering on. If you watch these cases, watch this case too. It's very important because crap is happening. Uh, like, the, even the judge is like, uh, the New York Times even pointed out some other thing about the judge in the case. It's possibly up for, for promotion, you know, because uh, Joe Biden's probably put the judge up for a promotion. So, for those so, like, who don't know who are...
0: Ghislaine Maxwell is, she's known for yeah. her association with financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, who did not kill himself. She worked for her father, so, Robert geez. Maxwell, uh, a, a wealthy British uh, newspaperman. In 1991, she moved to the uh, United States, became a close associate of Epstein. She founded a nonprofit group for the protection of oceans, the Terra Mar Project, uh, in 2012. The organization uh, folded in 2019. She is charged by the U.S. federal government with crimes of enticement of minors and sex trafficking of underage girls. The U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Justice announced on July 2010. 2020 that maxwell is also under investigation in the caribbean territory she has extensive ties because of her wealth to people like bill clinton alan dershowitz uh, prince andrew and uh, many other wealthy and powerful people she is believed to be the keeper of many of epstein's secrets and the the roots of which go deep into um basically trafficking young women to wealthy and powerful people. And Harry, would you say, and anybody feel free to agree or disagree, that the reason it's not being televised is to protect those powerful people, the financial well, interests, and the wealthy? Go ahead, Reinhold. It's a federal law that they can't televise it.
2: Right. Correct. Oh, it's a really? shitty federal law. <laughs> yeah. shitty federal it should be law.
4: gotten rid of. It's unconstitutional, in my opinion. I think every trial should be televised, but.
2: Yep. You yeah, know, yeah, it is what it yeah, is. When, I don't
4: think it's special in this case no. that they're blocking it because right. Got of it. the situation. It's a federal law.
3: Yeah, it's not like some special thing. There are things that are going around that case because there's also like some of them with the civil suit of some people, some of the big names that are also like uh, like lodged at this thing that are bringing you out on chart, just like the Warner Media Group, Disney, all. I Every mean, like most most major companies that you you know the conspiracy theories that they have peddled like in sex trafficking or having kids is possibly named or possibly has co-conspirators and some of these civil suits that are going around this case. So it's a. Whew. It is an interesting thing to go around. Like, and I mentioned, like, you know, because if you look into uh, Giselle Maxwell's past, it's like, you find even, like, the death of her father, like, did her father really kill himself? You yeah. When yeah. all that pension money was, like, uh... 91, he was he
0: found floating in the sea near the Canary Islands, and the Lady Gislein, soon afterwards, Gislein flew to Tenerife, where the yacht was birthed to, ass- to attend to its business paperwork. Uh, <laughs> he... Uh, she attended her father's funeral in Jerusalem, along various Israeli intelligence figures... Uh, Haim Herzog and Prime Minister Shamir. Uh, now she also was on the run for a significant amount of time. I'm trying to flip through here to see exactly
3: to give you the details yeah. of her bail, and, but
0: it's and them, that's one thing I want. They
3: they uh, I'm uh, hoping to come out in trials like how they actually did like finally really come out and like find her. To, like did her offset kind of fail out because of where they found her? They found her in this BFE area inside yeah. of New Hampshire, and when I say BFE, it's a part of New Hampshire that I I. I've only drawn by, drawn by cause it's like it's outside of Concord. It is not a like it's around like one of the major highways or state roads. It's out there in the BFE.
0: The, uh, the, the book of knowledge Wikipedia says Maxwell faced persistent allegations of procuring and sexually trafficking underage girls for Epstein and others charges. She has denied Maxwell was arrested in Bradford, New Hampshire by the FBI on July 2nd, 2020, uh, more than a year after the charges, uh, after allegations were made, um, through the use of an IMSI catcher, a stingray mobile phone tracking device, on a phone used by her to call one of her lawyers, her husband Scott Borgenson, and her sister Isabel, she is charged with the enticement of minors, sex trafficking of children, and perjury. Um, she, uh, it's basically been said that the risks of her fleeing are too great. Um, the, uh, the they have charged her with six federal crimes. Uh, including bail, enticement like of money. dollars Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't think that she got any
2: bail here. I'm no, she's away. been remanded, surprisingly. But her yeah. defense is going to be that she was a victim of Epstein's ma- malevolence and controlling personality.
4: Yeah. Well, so more than... if that's the case, that's the case. She should be doing what everybody thought she should be doing, and that is cooperating and turning over names. Now, she doesn't still- do that then she can't still be a victim of somebody who's dead.
2: Right. But she just saw what happened to her boss. So, I mean, she probably likes still consuming oxygen at this point. So Uh, She
0: claims that she's being tortured in prison. They are keeping lights on her at all times. They're playing loud music, that they're basically monitoring her for the same risks. Uh, Hopefully, like uh, Epstein, the video doesn't get cut off with. Never mind. All right. Well, we got to go. I've got to make a 12 o'clock appointment. I wish we could give you all time to wrap up. It's been a great conversation. Thank you to Harry and Reinhold and Brian and Trisha for the great conversation. Thank you to all of our listeners and viewers. We appreciate it. Thank you uh, for everyone that's wished me well on the wedding. Uh, Harry will be in next Saturday for me, and then uh, we'll be uh, posting sporadically through the month of December. Uh, various podcast episodes as we uh, as I get married, go on my honeymoon, and all that good stuff. So, oh, Dion says I have another hour. I have not seen the text messages, so thank you. Uh, let's go around the room. You just ruined me <laughs> getting out of here. You
4: he could just let it go, and he, and he could have got an hour of lunch break.
0: Thank you, yeah. Uh, Joshua. Uh, yeah, uh, it's 12 Texas time. Oh, ah, okay, all right. So, uh, with that... <laughs>
3: Mm, mm, mm. Now we now, know the real brands behind I'll the operation. I'll go first.
4: Eliminate time zones. <laughs> right. and everybody yeah. go on GMT. Very libertarian. We all have the same time, and we UTC. All right, tie it all I in. A, tie it all. Like
0: you're doing that. Tie it all. Yeah. In no, a we're going to
3: do one time zone, but UTC. No, this Greenwich Mean Time. No, UTC time. Sorry, all right, sorry. tie it all in Wrong. a little
0: bow. Let's start with <laughs> Harry. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> all right, so I, I will say this: nobody, no one is any under any obligation to follow any of these trials, you are under none. You is not life, liberty, and the watching every case that happens. None. If you don't want to follow any of this, you don't want to do this, you want to turn your sports on and go have sports, go ahead, do that. Just don't peddle fake news and just read the articles and just keep going. Don't do that, okay? If you're not going to follow, don't give your pin. Just say, hey, I don't follow the case. But what have if the news, news is, is peddling
0: fake news? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I have a point on doing a low-key episode about that, is the uh, the whole idea of, like, uh, like Perfectly honest, I, I'm under the belief that uh, CNN made Written House. They're gaslighting everybody about Blake. Is it brought the riots around him and, and, and created Written A lot of these things. So, I'm sorry, the media gaslights people, and 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 things happen. And you know, it's all right, I was going to bring. Yeah, you know, I've got a whole show that I've got notes about talking about this. You just little watch. Save it for the air. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably like when you work on things, you just got to like have it there ready ready on the go. But it's like I said, it's just don't if you be aware and just take in opinion. Like if it's, it's the idea, don't have if you're not following it, you don't have any hard details. Don't dig your heels in the ground. If someone goes like, hey, I heard this. All right. Where'd you hear this from? OK, let me listen to it. Be open minded. If you're not following it, dig your heels in just because you've heard from you know, Joe Blow, that this thing is going to happen. I'm like, well, come on. Come on. You're not following it. And if you, like, check in,
0: check in, too. Like, the the mom driving him to the rally thing persisted until roughly the last week of the trial. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but I saw people repeating that. It's like, I repeated it at certain points, like, and then you'd like watch the trial, and get the facts, like, don't have a strong opinion unless you check in after a trial and kind of figure out what's going on and, and, and be
4: willing to change your strong opinion. Yeah, because correct. change, and that's correct. You should. Oh, and you know, I live.
0: The, the, listen, there's a there's a strong concept in Chinese culture and Asian cultures. You know, it's saving face because people and, and we don't have that here. Where if you were wrong. Five years ago, you were forever tarnished as opposed to Mm -hmm. allowing people to update their opinions based on information. And I think that's one thing that we can all practice is like, all right, I'll I'll show you a little grace if you're wrong, but don't be persistently wrong and dig in your heels that you are wrong all the time, you
3: know? Yeah. And saving face is a detriment to Chinese society. It is a detriment to the, to, to the CCP. Um, I will say the CCP, um, especially when I mentioned China, remember I mentioned, when I say that, I mentioned the CCP government because the CCP is not China. Okay. That is very also like those remember the CCP is not China. It's one party rule. They took over. It's a coup attempt. CCP is not China. Whew. Yeah, the whole saving face thing it's like, By the way, it's I massive. see
0: Wolf Wolf Warrior diplomacy everywhere since you talked about it here a few oh months my ago. God. yeah.
3: Like I said, didn't coin the term, but like yeah, it's you, you see it. Once you see it and recognize it, someone puts it up to your face, you see it. And you can even and um the other thing that's gonna come up too is like the whole um because of the whole uh US's uh diplomatic stance, I'm gonna start Stop me here in a bit. Is the uh, US's uh, stance with China is doing this whole con of uh, reciprocity? You know, all right, You know, you're not going to give us X. You, nice. We're not going to get X from you, which is, I feel, is a completely dangerous road to go on. I understand the benefits from it, but I feel it's very dangerous. But that's me.
0: All right, Trisha Stewart, final thoughts.
5: Yes. Mine aren't going to be about the Communist uh, Party in China. <laughs> no. um, number one, this is the most important thing of this whole episode. I think it's Ghislaine Maxwell
0: anyways fuck her
5: <laughs> no um along the same line you, you can know, barely I-
0: get my patrons names right let alone <laughs> know this. some pro- prostitution ho- lady or whatever
5: i think you called rittenhouse him rosen rosenhouse
0: him Ritten. yeah listen since i had covid what? in september my like i said at the top my brain has not been the same i'm fumbling everywhere
5: um, so, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what happens, at least what information we get from that trial. But as far as what gets televised in the media, um, basically what gets shown the most is what is the most politically divisive, Bob. People don't particularly want justice in the media per se, Uh, you know, the the two power teams, the Republicans, Democrats, or um, they they don't particularly are looking for justice. They're looking to make people angry and gain more people on their side. So I think a lot of times trials, criminal trials are used for political gain, obviously. So um, just remember that before you get really angry about something, it is better to seek uh, justice. And if you can't find justice, then just seek peace (laughs) You live a happier
2: life okay all right uh no i'm just kidding uh brian go ahead i was going to continue harry's thing i've got this theory about pyramids and numbers and everything Proves it all to no just kidding (laughs) no 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 and yes the ccp is the most evil thing that's on the planet at this moment that we know of that we know of uh there's probably some more evil things but no i mean go ahead He's just wrong a lot. There's uh, a lot of know.
5: metropolitan police departments I could throw in there, but that's
2: okay. yeah, that too. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hubris.
3: It's called hubris. Okay, hubris. It, that's Fauci is hubris. Yeah, I was just, just,
0: just kidding. Yeah, I agree. The China can't get much uh, worse than
2: China. Go ahead, Brian. Final thoughts on the episode. I mean, the thing is, this is that in the end, this Arbory, all the other things, um. You know, it's it's the term, you know, fuck around and find out. And in a lot of cases, people are doing that for the wrong and right reasons. There's another case that's just come up recently about a that uh, Ronald shared about a shooting with a stepdad. And it's terrible that people could have walked away. Kyle could have stayed in that building. You know, we we uh, you know, they could have the, the in the Arboretum, the guys could have just taken his picture and drove home and called the police and say, hey, we saw this guy. You may want to talk to him. Um, A lot of other things could have happened that got us to the situation, but this is kind of the truth for all of these tragic events. You do one change, one thing, tragedy is averted. So I think there is responsibility um, if you have a firearm or somebody has a firearm, but I also think that you have responsibility as well to understand that the worst case scenario may happen with that. And you ought to pray every morning that you never have to use it. So, but if you do, you know, Unfortunately, you have to be judicious with it, so it's unfortunate. But I do think that um, the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and things like that—all of these trials are, are are fantastic. That they're happening because we're getting a lot more information now. It used to be a paragraph in a newspaper, and we'd all glance at it and forget about it tomorrow. Now we're starting to get a lot more information. We're starting to see a lot more of the things, like in the Arbery trial, where the DA was finally indicted for hiding that. So there's some good coming out of this. And I like to keep it moving forward. Reinhold.
4: Um, Yeah, I guess my final thoughts are that I think that the uh, political atmosphere in this country needs to calm itself down. We need to stop hating each other, uh, calling each other names and being mean just because we disagree Um, is even people I can look at right now. Uh, in chat that we need to, that might need saying, to see. So, are you helping it's, or it's,
0: hurting, are you helping or hurting the, the environment? Yeah.
4: No, I just, I, I think there should, be, there should be, there should be, there should be grace and peace in this country. And we're just not doing it. It's getting to the point where congressmen are actually, you know, saying horrible and mean things that making it a really horrible working environment. Right. I mean, we've got, I know we used to cane each other on the Senate floor and, that happened right before civil war. Let's try not to get back to that. And that's what I'm worried about happening. Cause that's what I'm saying. And we were close in the sixties and seventies. We had a lot of race riots and uh, shootings and things like that. And I don't want to come back to that. It's not a good time. I think mean, a lot of people are comfortable because they grew up in a time where it was relatively uh, politicians were relatively nice to each other. They, they respected each other. They worked with each other, even if they were on a different side of the aisle and it's gotten away from that uh, to where it's just completely divisive and everybody wants to hate on somebody and nobody wants to listen to anybody's point of view or change their mind. And it's, it's just ridiculous. And I'd like to see us change it. I don't know how we do it um, other than everybody who agrees with me just stop doing that and starts trying to be better people.
0: Harry wants to know when the caning starts. Canning
2: uh, or caning? caning? I was going to say the caning. caning. I'll be yeah, doing canning. apple butter soon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I got the we can get started next week. Trisha is such a trad dad. <laughs> I have
4: become well, remember they sent uh, they sent a bunch of canes to the senator after uh after he did that. So he had a whole bunch of
0: Oh, oh yeah, no the uh it was the House of Representatives. It was a representative who was the cousin of was it Calhoun or some southern I think it was a representative of t- Tennessee, like walked into the Senate and just beat the hell out of uh, was it Sumner? Yeah, Sumner, Sumner, a senator who was an abolitionist senator, and then uh, I mean the the guy who did the beating became a national hero, um, and could in the South, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, certain parts of the North too. Well, let's be honest,
5: and yeah. um, the Pacific Northwest, right?
0: Yeah, in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you uh, learned something. If you got something out of it, please share with your friends and let them know that there is a, a place where nice debate can be modeled. You got to see a little bit of Reinhold and Brian arguing in person. We see it in chat almost every day. Uh there isn't a day that goes by that somebody in our co host chat isn't arguing with somebody. And Harry, you, you really need to, to pop in and, and weigh in. Get on Facebook. Come on, man. He come on, you gotta get that blood pressure elevated. Yeah. Heart rate going. That's yeah. that's how we do it here. If you can't have a heart attack because your friends disagree with you, then what are you doing in life? Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking you know of which
3: hard it is to keep a one nineteen blood pressure being black in America. Okay. <laughs> right? I'm holding on that for dear life.
0: (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining you, Uh, joining us. We will see you again soon.